I'm Becca. Welcome to Call Me Old Fashioned, the podcast where we explore the best old-fashioned cocktail recipes while chatting about the history and culture of this classic cocktail. Coming on this journey with me is my friend TJ. Hi everyone, I'm TJ, and I couldn't be more excited to go on this journey with you. I'm a big fan of this cocktail. Can't wait to start talking about some of the history and cool stories behind it. Cheers, Cheers everyone. everyone! Let's get drinking! And talking. few disclaimers. We are not professional bartenders, just enthusiasts with a fun idea. All of our ideas are individual expressions and do not reflect the professional opinions of major spirits companies or professional cocktail makers, so please don't ask them. That's right. And in this episode, we have a fun surprise for all of you in the form of a bonus drink. Woo! <laughs> we will, of course, start with a little history and snapshot of what bitters are. And because we're focusing on bitters today, we're each going to make an old-fashioned with only one of the bitters that we normally have in the recipe. So TJ will make his with orange bitters, and mine will be made with the old-fashioned bitters. We'll learn more about why they're called that later. <laughs> After we do our blind questions, TJ will make a drink with a surprise bitter and I will do a blind tasting and try to guess what it is. Then we'll answer the trivia question posted on our Instagram. Obviously this episode is jam-packed so let's get to it. can you tell us a little bit about bitters and where they come from? Yes, I would love to. Uh, first thing, uh, on last month's episode, I referred to bitters uh, that I was using as Angostura bitters. Mm -hmm. I need to fix this mistake. I was using a bitter from a company called Fee Brothers and their old-fashioned bitters. Angostura is actually the name of a famous and often used bitter manufacturer and seller. <gasps> So most of the re recipes that I've read have called for Angostura bitters, and I just assumed that it was a synonym for the bitters that you would use to make an old-fashioned. So I want to get that out there, and I want to apologize first. Yeah, we all know what happens when you assume. Yes. <laughs> it's not good for both parties. <laughs> yeah. So a little bit of a, some history on bitters. Uh, bitters uh, consists of alcohol, usually in the form of wine, and herb oh, and herbal and botanical components that give off a bitter taste once it's fermented. Originally, bitters were used as a remedy to, for illnesses ranging from seasickness to upset stomachs. So, you know, like, Mom, I have a cold. We got some bitters in the cupboard. Exactly. Commercially, bitters have been sold since the mid-1800s. Bitters were next used primarily in cooking recipes. Flavors were added to the bitters, the most popular being orange peel to soften the harsh, bitter taste. Wait, so they made them to be bitter, but then they had to soften the bitter taste? You know, probably a lot of people didn't like the bitter taste, so they're like, hey, we need to soften this a little bit we to make this it. more money. Uh, so some bitters were used making tree bark containing quinine were occasionally used in early cocktail recipes as uh, to make a flavor of the harsh medicine-like taste of regular bitters. Jerry Thomas, a famous bartender and author, is credited with popularizing bitters in cocktails for added depth of flavor. Today, bitter should be behind every bar as most cocktails utilize these tasty tools in their making. Yes, my bar was sadly out of date for the longest time, but now it is currently up to date. Can you give us a few examples of uh, different cocktails that utilize bitters this way? I sure can. There is the pink gin drink, which sounds 
absolutely delightful. Uh, it is a classic cocktail first made popular by the British Royal Navy. To make it, simply coat a glass with bitters and pour in chilled gin or room temperature if you really want it to be authentic. All right, the next one is the Sarzerac which is thought by some, especially in New Orleans, to be the first cocktail ever. Sarzeracs are made with rye whiskey or cognac, sugar, and peychaudes. I had to look up how to pronounce that. Um, and a rinse of absinthe. I've never tried one of these before, but they sound fantastic. It sounds complicated. When they say like a rinse of absinthe, you're supposed to, they actually have atomizers that you can buy where they actually, you can spray absinthe oh. into the glass so it kind of just gets the flavor of it in there. Okay, so isn't it like a um, a martini where the, like the more traditional way of making the drink is actually just to rinse it with the vermouth and then add the gin? Yes. Yeah. I think I saw it in a movie or a show and I thought that the person was being facetious. I thought they were like, this is how you make it. Put this in there and then get that out of the glass and then just fill it with gin. You know? <laughs> That's kind of what I thought they were we doing. We don't need this anymore. Uh, we don't, just kidding. We don't want that in there. Anyway, uh, the next one is Manhattan, which is um, old school brown and boozy cocktail and classically made with rye whiskey, sweet vermouth, and Angostura bitters. Oh, I have everything to make that. Anyway, moving on. Champagne cocktail. Uh, there's nothing classier than a champagne cocktail, but it's crazy simple to make. Just drop a sugar cube into a flute, sprinkle the Angostura bitters on top, and then uh, fill it with sparkling wine. So when Becca's saying Angostura bitters in here, we've already we I tried to like already right. did my apology tour around the world for this. Um, you can also say aromatic bitters. Aromatic too. or just old-fashioned. Or old-fashioned bitters. Aromatic bitters seems to pop up in a lot of recipes too. It's mm -hmm. just just from different recipes that I've read before, Angostura bitters always seems to pop up in there. All right, and the last one on the list is called the Sawyer. This is the ultimate bitters heavy cocktail developed by the bartender Don Lee. I don't know who that is. It's a take on the gin gimlet mm. that calls for 28 dashes of three kinds of bitters. Here's what? The, I know. I mean, like, is there anything else in the drink? Is it just all bitters? I don't know. All right, here it goes. Here's the recipe. Shake two ounces of gin with half an ounce of lime juice and half an ounce of simple syrup. 14 dashes of Angostura, seven dashes of Peychaud's. I mean, did I say that wrong? Peychaud's. Peychaud's. There we go. I did say it wrong again. Dang it and seven dashes of orange bitters. Strain and serve straight up. Holy cow. Yeah. That is a lot of bitters. I know, well, I said it was the ultimate one. Uh, but bitters are not just used for drinks, they can also be used in food recipes, like you mentioned earlier. Uh, bitters are to cocktails what like salt is to foods. Okay. Uh, they add complexity and they heighten the existing flavors to introduce new ones. So here are some food recipes uh, that you can use bitters in. Chocolate chip cookies. Ooh. You can use El Guape chicory pecan bitters, which I didn't know was a thing, but it apparently is. Uh, steak or chicken marinade. You can use Angostura. I even think using orange bitters would be good on that That would too. be good too. Yes. Uh, winter squash soup Ooh. to add that herbal note, bring out the earthy richiness. Richiness? Richiness? Ri <laughs> ri richie richiness? Richie rich, yes. Okay. <laughs> he uses those. Actually. Yeah, he would. <laughs> Um, you can put them in coffee, which sounds delightful. That does sound delightful. And lemon cake. You can use grapefruit bitters, grapefruit bitters. to add a citrus freshness to it. 
In fact, I experimented a little bit myself and I made some oatmeal chocolate chip cookies with orange bitters because I love the combination of chocolate and orange and also oatmeal chocolate chip cookies are my favorite. So we will try them and let you know how they go. How <laughs> to the question portion of our podcast. So TJ, what is the most unique bitter you have ever tried? Either the uniqueness of the bitter itself or the combination of the bitter with the drink? Well, it's actually from a, it's it's a non-alcoholic. It's a ginger beer that comes from Australia called Bundaberg's. Okay. Don't they come in those like little like barrel, yeah. barrel looking? Yeah. Yeah. yeah they come in the little like barrel looking. I didn't know they were from Australia. Yeah, okay. They're from Australia and stuff and they, uh, they make a lot of bitter versions of their ginger beer. Okay. So they have their standard ginger beer and then they have different flavors. Mm -hmm. And they make a lemon-lime one mm. using lime, lemon, and then actually they use the aromatic bitters in there as well. Oh. It is delicious. Okay. So I, I only found them in one store mm -hmm. out here that sells them and more often than not when I go in there, they're out of stock. Ah. So it's like on the rare occasions when they do get them and stuff, I, mm -hmm. I tend to buy a lot of them, but it's delicious. It's their lemon and lime ginger beer that they make. Very cool. Yeah. So Becca, mm -hmm. uh, before today's episode, have you ever tried any of these other cocktails that you talked about that feature bitters? Um, we know that you've had an experience with the with a dirty martini right. before, but I don't think that probably had... Which is had... not the same. No. Well, it's not a bitters drink. I would have to say, I mean, no, not really. I mean, unless you count whiskey and bitters simply because old-fashioned old is whiskey and bitters. Mm -hmm. But no, I've, I've actually have never tried any of these drinks. And remember last time we talked about the Manhattan. Yes. How that was a drink that I wanted to try. I still haven't tried it, by the still way. Still haven't tried it. Okay, so, not the cheese. Okay, so. Yes? During my when I was doing the research on the bitters. Mm -hmm. I found a really cool story. Uh, during Prohibition, mm -hmm. when, uh, you know, the United States uh, banned all form of, you know, sale and consumption of alcohol, a lot of businesses, particularly bars, converted over to pharmacies because mm -hmm. those were one of the few comp or few businesses that could actually sell alcohol during Prohibition. Oh, because it's, like, in medicine. Because it's in medicine. Yeah. So there is a place, I believe it's in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And they used to sell shots of bitters. So I wanted to ask you right now, do you want to take a shot of bitters? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, what else are we doing here if I, I not know, experimenting? Like, yeah, I've never tried it before. And I, I read that story and I'm like, that would that sounds kind of fun. And in going with our episode. All right, I think we got to do it. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, we're going to go get some bitters. We'll be right back. All right. Okay, here we are. We've got... A little, I mean, we didn't do like a full shot or anything because we're not that crazy. Um, of the the old fashioned bitters, um, just like I don't know, just it's because it's so heavy on the cinnamon to me, it reminds me of like the spittle of cinnamon chat. And now I'm a little worried. It smells like that. It also kind of smells like almost like melted down red hots or oh, hot yeah. tamales. Well, that's cinnamon, yeah, but it yeah. but it has like a sugary, okay. All right, here we go. You ready? Yep. Cheers. Okay. Oh, that's really not that bad. I mean, for whoa, well. <laughs> yeah, there, there it is. It, it takes a second. It's, it um, does take a second. It like it's a slow burn, but 
but more the the cinnamon burn, not necessarily like a you know like an alcohol burn. Yeah, it's not bad. It's it definitely has a. A, a strong cinnamon taste to it. I feel like it's, you know, it's like when people take Christmas and shove it down your throat. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's what it kind of tastes like. It doesn't taste bad, but it's... No, not it's, at all. I don't know if I would ever do that because, like, hey, right. I'll have a shot I don't, of, yeah. yeah, I don't think I'd ever be like, you know what I just really want right now? A shot of old-fashioned bitters. Yeah. And you know what? <laughs> and now as we're, we've talked a little bit through it and stuff... It doesn't taste bitter to me initially. Now mm, it does. Yes. Now it does. After it sat there for a little bit, like on the back of your tongue, it tastes very bitter. In fact, I think we need another cookie, and we're going to go make our drinks now. So yes. w- let's do that. Awesome. All right. Cheers, TJ. Cheers. All right. So I am drinking a an an old fashioned with oh and I should mention um I made simple syrup using um raw sugar this time I've never had just raw sugar simple syrup before so well yeah. here I've never had either so here it is and then I had I used five dashes of um aromatic or old fashioned bitters Angostura, whatever you want to call it. I'm really confused now. Yeah. But hopefully we'll clear this up for you guys more um, as we continue going. <laughs> anyway, um, and then two ounces of whiskey, um, orange peel, lemon peel, and two cherries. Yeah, so. Just for fun. To kind of help differentiate between the two bitters. I'm going to drink while you talk. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> uh, to help differentiate between the two bitters. We're going to, we made cocktails, old fashions, using just one of the two bitters that we did last time. So Becca made hers with just the aromatic or old fashioned or Angostura bitters, whatever you <laughs> want to say. And then I made. Let's just call them aromatic bitters here. Okay. For the purposes of our podcast, the old fashioned Angostura, blah, 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 they're aromatic bitters. Okay. So yeah, so from, from this moment forward. Aromatic bitters aromatic. Is, is going to be the term that we're going to so use. So mine had five dashes of aromatic bitters. Yeah. And I will say right now, I think it was two dashes too many. <clears throat> okay. So then I made mine using just the orange bitters and then orange peel, lemon peel. And I also added two cherries into mine too because, uh-huh. you know, what? what? when in Rome, do as the Romans do. All right. How's yours right off the block? Literally the block of ice. It's good. It's very refreshing. Um, it's lighter than a regular old fashioned. Is I think it is definitely needing some mm-hmm. of the some of the aromatic bitters in it because it's the more earthiness. It's just very citrusy. Mm. It's well, very, there's a lot of citrus yeah, in there. <laughs> it's very very citrusy. So I think it kind of needs that the aromatic bitters with the mm. cinnamon with a little bit mm. of this the heat and the cinnamon on it mm-hmm. to kind of balance it out and i agree with it i think it might be two or three dashes a bit too many but like it's, i said i'm not i'm not it's not bad it just i think it does need a little bit of the aromatic bitters and then to kind of balance it out it's not it's not speaking old-fashioned to you Mm-mm. in in every sense of the of yeah the it drink do, it doesn't taste like an old-fashioned yeah oh man well, we'll switch soon, and then it okay. will taste like an old-fashioned. Yeah. So there you have it, guys. An old-fashioned definitely needs the aromatic bitters. That's just something that makes it an old-fashioned, I guess. 
or at least the old-fashioned in the way we know it. Yeah. And I would say that's probably pretty true because most of the recipes, maybe more of the more traditional recipes, don't even have orange bitters they in don't. them. They just have the aromatic bitters. Yeah, I think last week we were talking, I read like one of the original yeah. recipes and for it, it and it didn't bitters have orange bitters in it. in it at all. So we'll have to find out when that was added, yeah. Mr. Historian. Um, so why don't we do some blind questions, TJ? You ready for that? Yeah, for sure. Why don't you, uh, why don't you fire off one first? Okay. So we've been talking about bitters Mm -hmm. and I feel like every time I say the word bitters, it just gets like more and more bitter. It it bites more as you say it. It's got more of a bite to it. Anyway, so we've been talking about bitters. Mm -hmm. Soften it up a bit. (laughs) Um, actually, I am going to soften it up a bit with this question because um, I really like the description that bitters, you know, they they may come from a bitter root or something like that, but it, it really actually enhances or you could say complements mm-hmm. the drink. So my blind question to you is, what is the best compliment you've ever received? And I, and I do know that the word compliment you know when something compliments the drink is different than a compliment oh gosh <laughs> so this isn't like an ex- like a like a fashion accessory that compliments your no, outfit okay no unless you got a compliment about oh, the complimentary compliment. accessory the nicest compliment that i've ever received i mean you know it's like at, at my at my wedding when they're doing the toast and everything it, it becomes such a blur I do know my brother-in-law one time. I have two, I have three nephews now, but at the time, just had two nephews. Mm-hmm. Um, and my brother-in-law, it was after I, I think it was after I graduated from college. He said, "Thank you for being a, a good role model for my sons." Mm. And that struck a chord with me because I'm I want to like I'm trying to become a teacher right mm-hmm. now, and that uh-huh. struck a chord with me because. That's ultimately what it's all about is you're there to try to be a good example for yeah. the generation behind you. And that definitely in it, I, I still think about it quite often. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's kind of something that I think about that kind of keeps me on the path that I'm that I'm on. Very, you know, and it's yeah, like, you that's know. awesome. Definitely. Yeah. I think those are some of the I think it's that thing that sticks in your head. Right. Mm-hmm. The compliment that sticks in your head where you're just like they have no idea how much that meant to me. But it comes to mind all the time. Yeah, you know, it does. I have a follow-up question. Okay, you have a follow-up. Does it relate to that? I mean, ish. So I think it's, I've come across this a couple of times in conversation with some people where they've either, someone has said something to them that was meant to maybe be an insult, Hmm. but actually was a compliment, or that someone meant as a compliment, but was, you know, really turned out to be kind of sour to the other person. So have you ever had one or both of those experiences? And do you want to share? Oh, yeah. I mean, I've, I've, I can't, the first example is a little bit harder, but I've definitely had a lot of the, of the, the latter where it's a, um, supposed to be a compliment but it's clearly a dig or an insult oh it was like a backhanded yes compliment uh, okay i'm shorter on the shorter side uh i like to say that i'm vertically challenged um mm-hmm. i'm also a little bit of on the wider side wider side you just have a you just have great like center of gravity i do <laughs> i'm very hard to tip over that's <laughs> That's a good thing. Have people tried to tip you over? Uh, I mean, yeah, when growing up and playing sports and stuff, I very, oh, well, you know, that's true. you know, okay. I did get blindsided in football practice one time, but we won't talk about that. That mm. was that was a bad hit, but okay. Um, 
Yeah, I imagine you'd be a good... I don't really know much about football. A good blocker. Yeah, that's usually when you're when you're built you're like, like when you're built like this. The, you are not gonna get past the me. The coach sees you and you're like you're you're gonna be a lineman. You're never gonna do anything like, else. A lineman. Yeah. Okay. A li- lineman. Block. A lineman. Yeah. Lineman okay. block. Uh, I'm, I'm learning these things. Uh. <laughs> Ask me about baseball and I'm I've got you covered. <laughs> you got but me football, covered. I'm like, yee, where did the ball go? <laughs> <laughs> Who is Tom Brady? Well, I know who people are. Actually, just the other day, I correctly like identified that somebody was actually talking about a football team from Chicago. So not only did I know that it was a football team and not a baseball team, mm-hmm. but I knew what city what, they what? were from. Was it the Bears? The Bears. The Bears. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, most of the time, I can't recall a specific example to get back to your question about it, but most of the time it has to do with um, things that I wear. Okay. So I get the comp- the backhanded compliment a lot where that looks good on somebody like you. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, you just don't say anything. You know, if you don't have anything nice, nice to, to say, say, just don't say anything at all. Yeah. Also, you don't have to, like, try and make something a nice thing. You could just say something nice, yeah. like, you look nice today, or cool shirt, or do you have hair? <laughs> I just got it cut today. I do have hair. <laughs> you do, and it looks very nice. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, okay, so question for you. Mm-hmm. I'm going a different route. You gave you gave me the touchy feely. Oh, I feel a little nice and warm inside. <laughs> no, that's uh, just the alcohol. Actually, first of all, should we switch? Yes, I think we should. Okay. Okay. Here we go. We're switching. Switching drinks. First impressions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, you are a little on the shorter side, but no, just <laughs> not those first impressions. <laughs> My first impression mm. was uh, was actually Yoda from Star Wars, but <laughs> different oh, we're not oh that, those impressions. Okay, <laughs> I like. I this. don't know. I kind of like it. It's really bright. See, it's like I I'm digging this one way more. <laughs> I, I just this the straight aromatic bitter ones. Yeah. I'm I'm liking this one a lot more. It tastes like an old fashioned to me. I mean, you're right. It doesn't really taste like an old fashioned. See, because it's like, and I and I think it's just because of my taste and the way that I've made them before. I think the one with just the straight aromatic bitters, it does need a little bit of the orange. Mm. Mm-hmm. And it, I think they're a good blend yeah. together. I think there's a reason why you see it in a lot of recipes and why yeah. a lot of people mix them. I think it's because it works. They complement each other. They complement each other. All right, so let's go. Okay, let's so do, you do your blend. So your question, so I, I was a little bit more literal with my a little bit more literal with my question um if you want to describe a moment where you were just insanely bitter or angry about something doesn't have to about something it doesn't have to be about a person or anything like that but you know it's like what's a moment that it's like it's still you still kind of think about it and you're kind of like, like I'm I get a little bit angry about that (laughs) um oh gosh I will say, <laughs> pre-pandemic. This this falls into that many many moons ago category. Yes, many many moons yeah. ago. Pre-pandemic, it's really irksome <laughs> when people stand so close to you in line, especially at a coffee shop mm-hmm. like Starbucks. Okay, I know you want to get your coffee really fast, like. We're all here because we need coffee. We are all here clearly because we do not function without it. But I'm in line first. 
and you breathing down my neck isn't going to get you your coffee any faster. <laughs> Why do you feel like you will get there faster? I am before you in line and it will literally take as long as it takes for me to order my drink. Mm -hmm. Like it's the people standing just like so ridiculously close to you that that are strangers or or even people that you do know because we give each other social cues, right? And so if you're giving someone a social cue like pointing your feet in the other direction or subtly kind of leaning out because you are like wow you're really close to me you know like those are very normal cues and when people don't get them then I start to feel that like why why don't you move back why don't you why are you following me I'm I'm not I'm not moving over here so that you move over here too I'm moving over here because I want to get away from you (laughs) she said this episode is kind of like a public service announcement too don't stand close to Becca in line at coffee (laughs) shops At coffee shops. <laughs> yes. Please don't. Please don't. Please keep like, maintaining the six foot rule. Just, I will, I will order my coffee as fast as possible so you can order yours too, I promise. Oh my gosh, you know what I just realized? Hmm. We never even talked about the cookies that you made. Yeah, you never said anything about the cookies that I made I just, for you. No, we, it's like we came back from making the drinks and it was like, okay, it's drink time and stuff. We never even talked about it. Let's well, it is a drink the, podcast. But it anyway. is. But let's okay. talk about the cookies really quick. Yeah, so what did you think about the cookies? They tasted delicious. They definitely, because uh, you used orange bitters. Yes. Okay, but first I want to make a disclaimer. I did not make these cookies from scratch. I used a Betty Crocker's um, packet and I borrowed some butter from a neighbor. <laughs> You went really old school. It's like, (laughs) yeah, it's like you're in somebody's math problem right now. It's like, like, if Becca has to make a dozen cookies, how many cups of butter is she going to need to borrow from her neighbor? So the the cookies were good. The cookies were good. I used orange bitters. Did you taste any essence of orange? I tasted it a little bit. I smelled it. Yeah, I think that's true. I smelled the, the orange a lot more when I was baking them okay so when they were baking there was a lot i did get that orange essence i do love that smell too. Mm-hmm. but yes cookies were really good and i did taste the orange in it awesome so there you have it go get yourself a packet of betty crocker's cookies yeah. and put some dashes of bitters whichever yeah. kind you want i even think um the aromatic bitters would taste good in those ones i think they would too i think the very christmasy yeah definitely they yeah, Ooh, definitely we'll christmas. Try it at christmas there you go all right, so we're gonna take a little bit of, or we're gonna take a little break right now. When we come back, Becca is going to blind taste a mystery cocktail that I'm going to make for her. It is an old-fashioned variation with a mystery bitter. All so right. let's see how she does. I'm excited. Okay, so TJ has made. Another old fashioned, which I was not allowed to watch him make. He did it in secret. In secret in a cloud of mystery. That's right. While I checked Facebook. Guess what? Still nothing interesting happening in the world. Nope. Also, someone may have had a baby and people are selling furniture. There you go. Uh, okay. So this one has an unidentified bitter. It's a, it's a mystery bitter. So mystery bitter. I followed the old fashioned recipe, but I substituted the aromatic bitter for okay. a different type of bitter. So there is also an orange bitter in here? There is a slight bit of orange in there. That's okay. why I put the orange bit peel. Of orange. That's why I put the the essence of orange. Okay. So right off the bat, I'm definitely 
I mean, it still smells like an old fashioned, mm-hmm. but I'm not getting that really heavy, like cinnamon note. Okay. Okay. What does the color look like? Um, brown. <laughs> it looks, it looks, no, it looks darker than. It looks than... darker, less red hue mm-hmm. to it that the aromatic bitters give it. Um, so more of actually more of like the bourbon color but you did also put a cherry in there yes no i did not oh, no you didn't oh so it is actually just really dark okay hmm perplexed hmm <laughs> he's describing my facial expressions <laughs> please describe my facial yeah. expressions okay so the first look was a little bit of perplexed now i and now there's like some certainty settling into her face <laughs> maybe not just, maybe we just gotta oh, i don't know <laughs> I don't know. Um, Does it taste good? Oh, it tastes delicious. Okay, it tastes actually. good. It tastes really good. It's very bright. I don't know if I'm good at this. <laughs> I thought maybe I would it's be, a, but it's a flavor that you would be. It's a or a bitter that you would be familiar with. Okay. Is there a hint of vanilla in there? You're on the right track. Yeah, I'm on the right track. Mm-hmm. Okay. What is on the same track as vanilla? Uh, think of vanilla like vanilla bean. <laughs> no, think of like stuff that maybe vanilla goes with. Coffee. Coffee. Again, you're on the right track. Oh, it's not coffee bitters. It's not a coffee okay. bitter. It does come from a bean. A bean. A bean. A bean. <laughs> a bean. Cocoa. There it is. There it is. Okay. Cocoa. So this. Oh, Aztec. Cocoa. I made it with oh, the wow. Fee Brothers Aztec chocolate bitters. Oh my gosh. This is a recipe that I found online. This is a. A pretty cool variation that you could do around like holiday times. Oh, Um, and you guys, this is a treat. Oh my gosh, it's really good. It was a it was a good find and stuff. I just I you know I found it at Bevmo. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was right over in their section. Um, But yeah, it's uh, Aztec chocolate bitters. Mm -hmm. I figure since you were going to be making oatmeal chocolate chip cookies, (gasps) I thought this would be a good compliment to it. Yes, you complimented it well. Perfect. Oh, that's so good. We'll post this recipe on on the Instagram as well. Yes. I definitely recommend you giving it a try, for sure. Yeah. Do you want to try it? You want yeah, to I mean, okay. this, this last two weeks, we've been prepping for this episode and stuff. I've been racking my brain trying to figure out, like, what can I use for a mystery bitter? So once I settled on chocolate... I you I went through several variations of. Wait a minute! So you've had enough. Give that back. <laughs> okay. Well, this has been fun. Definitely a drinking podcast for today. Uh, but now it is time to answer our trivia question from our Instagram last week. So our trivia question for those who don't remember or didn't see is what culture is credited with creating and using bitters yeah tj do you want to you want to shed some light on that i do so uh like i said again let's all put on our history hats okay wait hold on hat check yep all right so the origins and use of bitters go back to the ancient egyptians there is evidence that suggests that they infused medicinal herbs in jars of wine so there you go. The ancient Egyptians are accredited with... Does it say, like, around what time period is that? Many, many moons ago? Well, I mean, it's like the ancient Egyptians... <laughs> oh, wait, Egyptians no, that's and... pre-pandemic. Yeah, that's pre-pandemic, no. I mean, um, I mean the, the Egyptians, it depends on, like, what... I mean, they are... go all the way back to... B.C. B.C. Uh, BC. So, I mean, it's like they were 
you know, there's pharaohs dating back to 3000 BC all the way leading up to, you know, like I think it was like 250 BC. So somewhere in that time period, they were uh, basically fermenting botanical medicinal or botanicals for medicinal purposes in jars of wine. Oh, that's why Jesus turned water into wine. He was like, y'all need some medicine. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you very much for listening today. We hope you guys have enjoyed listening. Please check us out on Instagram. Call me old fashioned 21, all one word, all lowercase. And taking us out with a toast is TJ for today. Here's to the prettiest. Here's to the wittiest. Here's to the truest of all who are true. Here's to the neatest one. Here's to the sweetest one. Here's to them all wrapped in one. Here's to you. Aw, thank you. (laughs) Wait, let's clarify. Did they make the gin in the bathtub or were they drinking it in the bathtub? Because if they were just drinking gin in the bathtub, I don't understand why that's a negative thing. I believe they were making the gin in the bathtub. Yeah, okay. Did they clean it first? I'm just kidding. (laughs) Or Burby. Burby. <laughs> Burby. That's, a, that's Bourbon's little known cousin. <laughs> Burby. It comes from a very specific region of Kentucky. Yeah, you want me to get some Burby for you? <laughs>